0: This is First News on news Radio 1290, WNBF Mingleton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first, news Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday, February
1: 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. New York State has awarded millions of dollars to Johnson City to encourage more economic development activity in the village's downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced the award as the Southern Tier winner in the ongoing downtown revitalization initiative. The village submitted its application for the funding five months ago. Hochul said Johnson City laid out a very clear vision of what you want to see for the future with a plan designed to spur job growth and tourism. Mayor Martin Meany said we are at a tipping point and this is going to launch us well past where we need to be. Meaning, recalled Johnson City's vibrant downtown that had existed when he was a child. He said as manufacturing businesses left the village, our downtown lost its life with a slow and steady decline. The mayor said the revitalization of the downtown district started with the construction of Binghamton University's pharmacy school building. That project marked the beginning of the Health Sciences campus along the Corliss Avenue corridor. Meany also cited the 156-unit apartment complex being developed in what had been the abandoned Endicott-Johnson Victory Building. Johnson City officials now will develop a strategic investment plan to determine specific projects to be funded with money from the state grant. The money is to be used for projects targeted on nearly 200 acres in the downtown section of the village. The new after-school Satan Club being organized for students at a main Endwell school is expected to hold its first meeting in three weeks. June Everett of Colorado is the group's campaign director. She said the first after-school Satan Club was started near Portland, Oregon in 2016. In a WMBF radio interview, Everett said the club is an alternative option for public school children whose parents don't necessarily want to send them to Bible or evangelical religious clubs. Everett said there are seven after-school Satan Clubs in the United States in comparison with over 5,000 programs sponsored by evangelical organizations. Everett acknowledged some people aren't always happy with the name when they hear about plans to establish a new club, but she said we believe this is part of our First Amendment rights and what makes the United States free. She said the First Amendment isn't going to defend itself. Everett said the kids that are attending love it, the parents that are attending love it, so we're here to stay. She also said we've received a couple of permission slips electronically for Homer Brink students, but she added it's really hard to gauge how many kids we will have on the day of the first meeting which is scheduled for March 16th. Flyers distributed to Homer Brink students stated, After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen has noted, although the district has given permission for After School Satan Club to use school facilities, it is not endorsing the organization. An anonymous tip from the community led to multiple drug smuggling charges at the Broom County Sheriff's Correctional Facility this week. Investigators from the Corrections Investigation Unit of the Broom County Sheriff's Office received information from anonymous community members that an incarcerated individual, Devin True, age 36, of Endicott, was allegedly smuggling contraband into the correctional facility. As investigators began to initiate contraband protocol, True attempted to flush a package of contraband down the toilet of his cell. Officers and investigators recovered the container and further investigation revealed multiple packages containing various narcotics and contraband, including 167.5 Suboxone strips of three different dosage. Within those strips, 13 were found to have contained a green dot. Further testing revealed these dotted strips contained methamphetamine, two packages of marijuana and synthetic cannabis, one package of tobacco and 113 matches and six striker strips. As a result of the investigation, Devin True was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree criminal possession of a controlled substance, promoting prison contraband in the first degree, tampering with evidence, and promoting prison contraband in the second degree. This is the second time True has been arrested on contraband related charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. On January 31st, 2018, True came into the facility and during his initial search, he was found to be in possession of a contraband package. The package was opened to reveal heroin, Oxycontin, pills, synthetic cannabis, tobacco, and matches with the striker pads. He was arrested and subsequently sent to state prison for the charges related to this case. At the time of the most recent arrest, True was serving a Broome County court sentence related to a petty larceny charge. In Broome County court, Jermaine Archer, age 46, of Binghamton, was sentenced to terms in New York State Prison after entering a plea of guilty to criminal contempt in the first degree and assault in the second degree. Archer entered a plea of guilty to the charges in March of 2021 but failed to appear in court for sentencing when directed. On the 21st of February 2020, Archer violated a court order of protection when he broke into a room at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson and assaulted the person who the order stated he was prohibited from contacting. The order was in place from a previous domestic incident with the same victim. Archer was located by the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division in October 2022. He was sentenced to three years plus five years post-release supervision on the assault charge and two to four years in New York State Prison for the criminal contempt. The sentences will run consecutively. New York officials gave final approval Wednesday for a measure that will lower the hourly threshold for when farm workers qualify for overtime pay. Under the adopted measure, the overtime pay threshold will gradually be reduced to 40 hours by 2032. It's a move applauded by labor movement advocates who have long called for tighter labor protections for farm workers. Right now, farm workers qualify for overtime after working more than 60 hours per week. To help farm owners adjust to the new measures, the state is expanding tax credits for farmers to ensure the new standards are implemented smoothly. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton Today showers likely mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the southern tier money at Galt Toyota.
3: 145 over
4: 92.
5: 180 over 111. 182 over 100. And
4: I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a
6: stroke. Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. A lot of
7: people don't understand, including myself, I didn't, now I do, uh, the impact of having a stroke. My memory is shot. When I woke up, I couldn't
6: speak. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it, or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps at manageyourbp.org. It's a new life,
7: but I want to make it better. I'll uh, come back to ask your doctor, check your blood pressure. Brought to you by the American
6: Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Hey,
2: not- this is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
8: News Radio 12.
1: Good morning on this Thursday, February 23rd, at 6.13, you're listening to WMBF's First News with me, James Kelly. Seem to be some more technical difficulties on the ABC News side of things at the top of the hour. So I hope they get straightened out for 7 o'clock. Well, it's not a problem on our end, so only so much we can do, so we apologize for the extra commercials instead of ABC News at the top of the hour. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning, including two-hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville Mount Upton, and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you can't get on the website for whatever reason, give me a call and I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week, State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township. 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township. 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apolicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 34 degrees outside, some light rain, fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 27. Today showers likely mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 23 by 5 p.m., Blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour at 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. 6.15, you're listening to
9: WMBF. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. But take two, action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at NoDiabetesByHeart.org. 6-18
1: 618 18 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action. The Binghamton men's basketball team fell on the road to Vermont by a score of 81-70. Finn Sullivan scored 29 for the Catamounts. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 23 points and Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco combined for 30 points. The Binghamton women's team fell to Vermont as well at home. Denai Bowman led the Bearcats with 16 points but a balanced attack from the 21-6 and six Catamounts was too much for the Bearcats to handle. Some hockey action, Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period, and Ilya Sorokin made 24 saves to lead the New York Islanders to a 2-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Sebastian Aho also scored for New York, which won for the third time in four games and extended its winning streak against Winnipeg to six games, dating to March 28, 2019. Connor Buck made 20 saves, and Nicolaj Ehlers scored the lone goal for Winnipeg, which completed its four-game road trip at 1-3 with a loss. New York Knicks are back in action tonight, facing off against the Washington Wizards in Washington. Knicks on the road. They're 33-27 coming out of the All-Star break. That's sixth in the Eastern Conference. In a good playoff position right now, the Wizards 28-30. Right now, ninth in the Eastern Conference. Game tomorrow at 7 p.m. And the Brooklyn Nets back in action as well after Mikhail Bridges' 45-point game before the All-Star break. They visit the Chicago Bulls tomorrow at 8 o'clock. The Nets 34 and 24, just ahead of the Knicks, fifth in the Eastern Conference. Chicago Bulls 26 and 33, 11th in the Eastern Conference. Losing hope for the playoffs are the Chicago Bulls. And some Nets news. Jacques Vaughn was passed over the last time the Brooklyn Nets hired a coach. It appeared they had someone else in mind when the job came open again. Vaughn kept on working, not worrying about whether or not he would have a real chance to lead the organization. He says he just kept doing his job. Now he has the chance to keep doing it well into the future. The Nets rewarded him with a multi-year contract extension. Vaughn says he looks forward to the challenges ahead as they try to remain in playoff position. It's going to be tough. Getting to playoff position was in part due to the help of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, two superstars in the game of basketball who are no longer with the Brooklyn Nets. Now hoping a full team effort led by Ben Simmons is enough to keep the Nets in that playoff picture. Some baseball news. Frankie Montas won't start throwing until at least late in May following right shoulder surgery, a timetable that could allow him to pitch for the New York Yankees in the season's second half. Yankees manager Aaron Boone said Wednesday the labrum of the 29-year-old right-hander was cleaned up during the procedure a day earlier and Montas's rotator cuff did not need to be repaired. Montas was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 635 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. So obviously that shoulder bothering him before he even got to the Yankees. Frankie Montas not having a great year overall last year even before getting to New York but historically a pretty good pitcher Yankees took a chance on him gave up a lot of pitching depth turns out hasn't worked out so far we'll see if Montas can come back in the second half and be productive for the Yankees and some Mets news Carlos Beltran refused to discuss his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal preferring to concentrate on his new role with the New York Mets Beltran was hired by the Mets in November 2019 to replace Mickey Callaway as manager but the team announced Beltran's departure the following January without him managing a single game. Beltran's departure was announced three days after he was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded that Houston broke rules by, electronics, by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. 6.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Wall Street
4: Now. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks closed mixed a day after falling to their worst losses so far this year. The Dow fell 85 points. The S&P gave up six, but the Nasdaq rose 15. After a better-than-expected January, stocks hit a wall this month on worries that inflation is not slowing as quickly or as smoothly as the Federal Reserve had hoped. The minutes from the Fed's latest meeting showed policymakers still think inflation is too high. And that's why the central bank says more rate hikes are coming as it tries to bring inflation down to the 2% target rate. Remember, while higher interest rates can help drive down inflation, there's always the possibility that the increases could trigger a recession. Amazon has closed the nearly $4 billion deal to buy the primary care organization One Medical. The health company runs a membership-based service that offers virtual care as well as in-person visits. Daria Albinger, ABC News.
10: It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired? Family trip, part-time job, helping around the house, sick day,
11: starting the holidays early,
10: just because.
12: Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at BoostAttendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ed Council.
13: News Radio 1290, WMBF.
1: 625 on WMBF. Now, time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
4: Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
14: In just the last few years, The number of children accidentally ingesting cannabis edibles has skyrocketed. This is something I've heard about from my friends who work in emergency rooms across the country and are also seeing this new data from the National Poison Data System. The researchers said there was a particular spike during the pandemic years when children were home more often. But there are probably other factors at play as well. Cannabis is now legal in more states, but the packaging of these products I think has gotten out of control. These edibles often look just like regular candies that kids are used to. The CDC says a child's exposure to cannabis can have some serious consequences. And while small doses of edibles can be okay for adults, the same cannot necessarily be said for kids. It's important to keep all weed products out of the reach of children and also to put them in childproof containers. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
12: Why give your family just ordinary
15: eggs when they can enjoy the best? Egglands Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Egglands Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs.
8: Next thing, News Radio
1: 1290, WMBF. 628 on WMBF time for a check on traffic and weather we have some school delays and closures this morning including two-hour delays for Hancock School District Gilbertsville Mount Upton Schools and Susquehanna Community School District To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you can't get on the website for any reason, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. That's no problem for me. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apolicon Township. We'll have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 34 degrees, some light rain, fog and mist in the area. Wind chill has it at 27. Today showers likely mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour. A 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely, mainly before 11am. Areas of blowing snow between 8am and 11am. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 23 by 5pm. Blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour. A 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday chance of snow showers mainly after 1pm. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees. A 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. It's 6.30, you're listening to WMBF.
16: It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo
13: booth. All right, everybody squeeze in, say cheese.
16: Followed naturally by an order of wings, and another.
9: Can we get some extra ranch sauce?
16: Then there's the ceremonial nightcap.
9: So what are we doing this weekend?
16: And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... Could be the most expensive night of your life.
1: on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
7: entertainment news. Eugene Levy doesn't like to travel. At all. I'm more the great indoors type of guy. So his new show on Apple TV Plus has him traveling all over the world. Having once in a lifetime experiences like going on safari in South Africa. Something he never wanted to do. I mean it's a long trip to see animals that you've already seen. But he tells me that experience surprised him. He developed an affinity. For the country for the landscape and and kind of you know the the wildness that was in it. As doing this show made you a more willing traveler no no, it hasn't made me a. it hasn't really done that at, at all the reluctant traveler debuts on apple tv plus friday madonna's ray of light has been shining for 25 years wednesday was the 25th anniversary of the release of the critically acclaimed project which won four grammys and happy birthday to the modern day mary poppins actress emily blunt is 40 today
0: one never discusses a woman's age michael
7: jason Athenson, abc news hollywood
17: This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy, all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on, or this to the treadmill on your wish list, or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council.
0: Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday,
1: February 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. New York State has awarded millions of dollars to Johnson City to encourage more economic development activity in the village's downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced the award as the Southern Tier winner in the ongoing downtown revitalization initiative. The village submitted its application for the funding five months ago. Hochul said Johnson City laid out a very clear vision of what you want to see for the future with a plan designed to spur job growth and tourism. Mayor Martin Meaney said we are at a tipping point and this is going to launch us well past where we need to be. Meaning, recalled Johnson City's vibrant downtown that had existed when he was a child. He said as manufacturing businesses left the village, our downtown lost its life with a slow and steady decline. The mayor said the revitalization of the downtown district started with the construction of Binghamton University's Pharmacy School building. That project marked the beginning of the Health Sciences campus along the Corliss Avenue corridor. Meany also cited the 156-unit apartment complex being developed in what had been the abandoned Endicott-Johnson Victory Building. Johnson City officials now will develop a strategic investment plan to determine specific projects to be funded with money from the state grant. The money is to be used for projects targeted on nearly 200 acres in the downtown section of the village. The new after-school Satan Club being organized for students at a main Endwell school is expected to hold its first meeting in three weeks. June Everett of Colorado is the group's campaign director. She said the first after-school Satan Club was started near Portland, Oregon in 2016. In a WMBF radio interview, Everett said the club is an alternative option for public school children whose parents don't necessarily want to send them to Bible or evangelical religious clubs. Everett said there are seven after-school Satan Clubs in the United States in comparison with over 5,000 programs sponsored by evangelical organizations. Everett acknowledged some people aren't always happy with the name when they hear about plans to establish a new club, but she said we believe this is part of our First Amendment rights and what makes the United States free. She said the First Amendment isn't going to defend itself. Everett said the kids that are attending love it, the parents that are attending love it, so we're here to stay. She also said we've received a couple of permission slips electronically for Homer Brink students, but she added it's really hard to gauge how many kids we will have on the day of the first meeting which is scheduled for March 16th. Flyers distributed to Homer Brink students stated, After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen has noted, although the district has given permission for After School Satan Club to use school facilities, it is not endorsing the organization. An anonymous tip from the community led to multiple drug smuggling charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility this week. Investigators from the Corrections Investigation Unit of the Broome County Sheriff's Office received information from anonymous community members that an incarcerated individual, Devin True, age 36, of Endicott, was allegedly smuggling contraband into the correctional facility. As investigators began to initiate contraband protocol, True attempted to flush a package of contraband down the toilet of his cell. Officers and investigators recovered the container and further investigation revealed multiple packages containing various narcotics and contraband, including 167.5 Suboxone strips of three different dosage. Within those strips, 13 were found to have contained a green dot. Further testing revealed these dotted strips contained methamphetamine, two packages of marijuana and synthetic cannabis, one package of tobacco and 113 matches and six striker strips. As a result of the investigation, Devin True was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance, promoting prison contraband in the first degree, tampering with evidence, and promoting prison contraband in the second degree. This is the second time True has been arrested on contraband-related charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. On January 31st, 2018, True came into the facility and during his initial search, he was found to be in possession of a contraband package. The package was opened to reveal heroin, Oxycontin, pills, synthetic cannabis, tobacco, and matches with the striker pads. He was arrested and subsequently sent to state prison for the charges related to this case. At the time of the most recent arrest, True was serving a Broome County court sentence related to a petty larceny charge. In Broome County Court, Jermaine Archer, age 46, of Binghamton, was sentenced to terms in New York State Prison after entering a plea of guilty to criminal contempt in the first degree and assault in the second degree. Archer entered a plea of guilty to the charges in March of 2021 but failed to appear in court for sentencing when directed. On the 21st of February 2020, Archer violated a court order of protection when he broke into a room at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson and assaulted the person who the order stated he was prohibited from contacting. The order was in place from a previous domestic incident with the same victim. Archer was located by the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division in October 2022. He was sentenced to three years plus five years post-release supervision on the assault charge and two to four years in New York State Prison for the criminal contempt. The sentences will run consecutively. The New York officials gave final approval Wednesday for a measure that will lower the hourly threshold for when farm workers qualify for overtime pay. Under the adopted measure, the overtime pay threshold will gradually be reduced to 40 hours by 2032. It's a move applauded by labor movement advocates who have long called for tighter labor protections for farm workers. Right now, farm workers qualify for overtime after working more than 60 hours per week. To help farm owners adjust to the new measures, the state is expanding tax credits for farmers to ensure the new standards are implemented smoothly. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton Today, showers likely mainly before 9 a.m., cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow, Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
11: It feels like you're frozen. Petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Texting five, six, four.
1: 644 on WMBF. Tough losses for the Binghamton men's and women's basketball teams yesterday against Vermont. The women at home, the men on the road. Now, I didn't get a chance to watch the women's game because we were broadcasting the men's game right here on WMBF. So, obviously, had to keep an eye on that. I'll say this about the Binghamton men's team the final score 81 to 70 makes it feel like Vermont really had a a comfortable lead all game Uh, not a huge win but a comfortable win no 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 it was not that way for much of the game Vermont first in the conference right now first in the America East they're 12 and 2 in conference play and really until about uh, let's say three minutes left in the game Binghamton was right there with them and of course down the stretch Vermont manages to pull away, get the comfortable win, move to 12-2 in conference play. Binghamton, I believe, 8-6 in conference play. That put them fourth in the conference as the conference tournament approaches. But that's the big thing about the America East, and it's going to be something to look forward to over the next couple weeks when the conference tournament is underway. That what really matters is how you play on a day-to-day basis. Now, there's no team in the America East that is so much more talented than every other team that it's almost a guarantee that they win. No, all these teams are pretty evenly matched. Now, though, women's team, they're in a little bit of a rougher spot with Vermont. The Vermont women, also the number one team in the conference, but they're 21-6 and six overall. So a little bit better than the men's Vermont team, record-wise. A little bit of a bigger gap between them and the Binghamton Bearcats. But again, still the America East. So anything could happen in the conference tournaments coming up in about a week or so. 646, you're listening to WMBF.
6: When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles finding innovative ways to instill old lessons and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom it's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list don't try to convince yourself otherwise you had it right the first time
12: find out how you can make more at teach.org make more teach brought to you by teach and the Ad council
1: 6.50 on WMBF, time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning, including two-hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville Mount Upton Schools, and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com or if you can't get on the website for any reason, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today, that's no problem for me to do. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apolicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 34 degrees, some light rain fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 27. Today, showers likely mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy with the temperatures falling to around 23 degrees by 5 p.m. Blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, a chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. 651, you're listening to WMBF. 6.53 on WMBF, now time for Kim Commando.
9: The cost of simply using the internet is going up, as virtually every social media site now wants your money. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Social media was simple, use their site, watch their ads, and the ads paid your way but now they also want your money. Facebook and Instagram plan to charge 12 bucks a month for basic service. For $15 a month, they'll monitor your account to help fight hackers. Plus, you'll get a live customer service agent. No word on how long you'll have to be on hold. Twitter Blue wants to verify you for 11 bucks a month. Snapchat wants $4 a month to allow you to see photos and graphics. Dating app Hinge wants $60 a month, while Tinder works on a $500 a year plan just to use the app. And there's this. Uber is about to charge 10 bucks a month to simply use the app and summon a ride. You still need to pay for the ride too. Hey, be sure to get my daily longer podcast. It's called Kim Commando today.
11: When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies Advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel v Pro that's built for business, call the Dell Technologies Advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
8: Tim, we need to talk. I just can't get over that rate increase from Verizon and AT&T last year.
2: We'll switch to T-Mobile and get their price lock guarantee. They won't raise our rates for talk, text, and data ever.
18: Oh, we're switching today.
7: Switch to T-Mobile and get four
18: lines for $25 a line with our price lock guarantee. We
7: won't raise the price of your rate plan for talk, text, and data ever.
6: Four lines for $25 per line with AutoPay, plus taxes and fees. $5 more per month without AutoPay. Price lock for qualifying services excludes taxes, fees,
7: select promos, and third-party services. See T-Mobile.com for details. 6.56
1: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action. The Binghamton men's basketball team fell on the road to Vermont by a score of 81-70. Finn Sullivan scored 29 points for the Catamounts. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 23 points and Dan Pat Cash and Jacob Falco combined for 30. The Binghamton women's team fell to Vermont as well at home. Denied Bowman led the Bearcats with 16 points, but a balanced attack from the 21-6 Catamounts was too much for the Bearcats to handle. Some hockey action, Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period, and Ilya Sorkin made 24 saves to lead the New York Islanders to a 2-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Sebastian Aho also scored for New York, which won for the third time in four games, and extended its winning streak against Winnipeg to six games dating to March 28, 2019. Connor Heliobuck made 20 saves, and Nikolaj Ehlers scored the lone goal for Winnipeg, which completed its four-game road trip at 1-3 with a loss. Some basketball action, New York comes into a matchup with Washington as winners of three games in a row. Friday's meeting will be the third of the season between the Knicks and the Wizards. Washington is 15-17 against the Eastern Conference, the Knicks 23-16 against conference opponents. Knicks overall 33 and 27, they're sixth in the Eastern Conference, right now sitting in pretty good playoff position, just a game behind the Brooklyn Nets for the fifth seed. The Wizards 28 and 30, 9th in the Eastern Conference. Game is tomorrow at seven, and the Brooklyn Nets in action tomorrow at eight. They visit the Chicago Bulls. The Nets 34 and 24, fifth in the Eastern Conference. The Bulls 26 and 33, 11th in the Eastern Conference. Now only a game up on the Knicks. And the Nets also just traded away Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, so coming out of the All-Star break. Could get a little interesting between the two New York teams. I believe you want to be in the top six in the NBA in each conference to avoid the play-in tournament. Right now, both teams sitting pretty in that area, but the Knicks only in sixth, so they'd like to move up, obviously. It's 6.59, you're listening to WMBF.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing
1: out hour number one of WMBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. We got two hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show, Your Chance to Call In, Contribute to the Program.
0: Where news breaks first, News Radio 1290 WNBF.
1: Good morning on this Thursday, February 23rd. You're listening to WMBF. New York State has awarded millions of dollars to Johnson City to encourage more economic development activity in the village's downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced the award as the Southern Tier winner in the ongoing downtown revitalization initiative. The village submitted its application for the funding five months ago. Hochul said Johnson City laid out a very clear vision of what you want to see for the future with a plan designed to spur job growth and tourism. Mayor Martin Meany said we are at a tipping point and this is going to launch us well past where we need to be. Meany recalled Johnson City's vibrant downtown that had existed when he was a child. He said as manufacturing businesses left the village, our downtown lost its life with a slow and steady decline. The mayor said the revitalization of the downtown district started with the construction of Binghamton University's pharmacy school building. That project marked the beginning of the Health Sciences campus along the Corliss Avenue corridor. Meany also cited the 156-unit apartment complex being developed in what had been the abandoned Endicott-Johnson Victory Building. Johnson City officials now will develop a strategic investment plan to determine specific projects to be funded with money from the state grant. The money is to be used for projects targeted on nearly 200 acres in the downtown section of the village. The new after-school Satan Club being organized for students at a main Endwell school is expected to hold its first meeting in three weeks. June Everett of Colorado is the group's campaign director. She said the first after-school Satan Club was started near Portland, Oregon in 2016. In a WMBF radio interview, Everett said the club is an alternative option for public school children whose parents don't necessarily want to send them to Bible or evangelical religious clubs. Everett said there are seven after-school Satan Clubs in the United States in comparison with over 5,000 programs sponsored by evangelical organizations. Everett acknowledged some people aren't always happy with the name when they hear about plans to establish a new club, but she said we believe this is part of our First Amendment rights and what makes the United States free. She said the First Amendment isn't going to defend itself. Everett said the kids that are attending love it, the parents that are attending love it, so we're here to stay. She also said we've received a couple of permission slips electronically for Homer Brink students, but she added it's really hard to gauge how many kids we will have on the day of the first meeting which is scheduled for March 16th. Flyers distributed to Homer Brink students stated, After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen has noted, although the district has given permission for After School Satan Club to use school facilities, it is not endorsing the organization. An anonymous tip from the community led to multiple drug smuggling charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility this week. Investigators from the Corrections Investigation Unit of the Broome County Sheriff's Office received information from anonymous community members that an incarcerated individual, Devin True, age 36, of Endicott, was allegedly smuggling contraband into the correctional facility. As investigators began to initiate contraband protocol, True attempted to flush a package of contraband down the toilet of his cell. Officers and investigators recovered the container and further investigation revealed multiple packages containing various narcotics and contraband, including 167.5 Suboxone strips of three different dosage. Within those strips, 13 were found to have contained a green dot. Further testing revealed these dotted strips contained methamphetamine, two packages of marijuana and synthetic cannabis, one package of tobacco and 113 matches and six striker strips. As a result of the investigation, Devin True was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance, promoting prison contraband in the first degree, tampering with evidence, and promoting prison contraband in the second degree. This is the second time True has been arrested on contraband-related charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. On January 31st, 2018, True came into the facility and during his initial search, he was found to be in possession of a contraband package. The package was opened to reveal heroin, OxyContin, pills, synthetic cannabis, tobacco, and matches with the striker pads. He was arrested and subsequently sent to state prison for the charges related to this case. At the time of the most recent arrest, True was serving a Broome County court sentence related to a petty larceny charge. In Broome County court, Jermaine Archer, age 46, of Binghamton, was sentenced to terms in New York State Prison after entering a plea of guilty to criminal contempt in the first degree and assault in the second degree. Archer entered a plea of guilty to the charges in March of 2021 but failed to appear in court for sentencing when directed. On the 21st of February 2020, Archer violated a court order of protection when he broke into a room at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson and assaulted the person who the order stated he was prohibited from contacting. The order was in place from a previous domestic incident with the same victim. Archer was located by the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division in October 2022. He was sentenced to three years plus five years post-release supervision on the assault charge and two to four years in New York State Prison for the criminal contempt. The sentences will run consecutively. New York officials gave final approval Wednesday for a measure that will lower the hourly threshold for when farm workers qualify for overtime pay. Under the adopted measure, the overtime pay threshold will gradually be reduced to 40 hours by 2032. It's a move applauded by labor movement advocates who have long called for tighter labor protections for farm workers. Right now, farm workers qualify for overtime after working more than 60 hours per week. To help farm owners adjust to the new measures, the state is expanding tax credits for farmers to ensure the new standards are implemented smoothly. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today's shower is likely mainly before 9 a.m., cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely mainly before 11 a.m. Areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 31 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a Town Square media station.
15: If you suffer from COPD symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue, where do you turn? There are medications and oxygen, but do you know about pulmonary rehab? Three out of five COPD patients have never heard of it. Pulmonary Rehab is an exercise, education, and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition. And Medicare typically pays for it. So whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room, Pulmonary Rehab can help you. Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today. I'm Mark. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective
1: on WMBF, you're listening to hour number two of First News with me, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before handing it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your opportunity. Call in. Contribute to the program. I always like listening to the callers. I'll listen occasionally. Every now and then, if I find some extra time in my morning, I'll flip on Binghamton Now see what the people in the Binghamton community are saying about things. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning including 2 hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville Mount Upton Schools and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school head over to WMBF.com or if you can't get on the website for any reason give me a call I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apolicon Township. will all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 31 degrees. Today showers likely mainly before 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely mainly before noon, areas of blowing snow between 9 a.m. and noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 24 degrees by 5 p.m. Wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour. a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, 30% chance of snow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. 7.15. You're listening to WMBF.
5: Welcome. WMBF.
1: Seven eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action. The Binghamton Men's Basketball team fell on the road to Vermont by a score of eighty-one to seventy. Finn Sullivan scored 29 points for the Catamounts. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 23 points, and Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco combined for 30 points. The Binghamton women's team fell to Vermont as well at home. Denai Bowman led the Bearcats with 16 points, but a balanced attack from the 21-6 Catamounts was too much for the Bearcats to handle. A conference tournaments coming up for both teams. I believe the Binghamton men have two games left. I'm not sure if the women have one or two more games left before Conference Tournament season. and both have a pretty solid chance to make some noise in the Conference Tournament. Binghamton, the men's team, may even end up with a home game in the Conference Tournament. The women, I think, will be on the road for the entire time. They're sixth in their conference, the men fourth right now. Some hockey action. Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period, and Ilya Sorokin made 24 saves to lead the New York Islanders to a 2-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Sebastian Ajo also scored for New York, which won for the third time in four games, and extended its winning streak against Winnipeg to six games, dating to March 28, 2019. Connor Hellebuyck made 20 saves, and Nikolaj Ehlers scored the lone goal for Winnipeg, which completed its four-game road trip at 1-3 with a loss. New York basketball back in action this weekend. The Knicks will visit the Washington Wizards tomorrow at 7. The Knicks 33-27, and 27, they're 6th in the Eastern Conference. The Wizards 28-30, and 30, they're 9th in the Conference. Right now, the Knicks just behind the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are back in action tomorrow at 8 p.m. when they visit the Chicago Bulls. The Nets 34-24, and 24, they're 5th in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks only uh, about a game and a half back. I'd have to do more math to figure out the exact games back the Knicks are, because they haven't played the same amount of games. But Knicks in a pretty good position. Brooklyn, maybe on a downturn, played pretty well going into the All-Star break, despite trading away Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But for long term, for the rest of the season, don't know if that hot streak will continue. Can't keep counting on 40-point games from Mikhail Bridges and Cam Thomas. Some Nets news, Jacques Vaughn was passed over the last time the Brooklyn Nets hired a coach and appeared they had someone else in mind when the job came open again this season. Vaughn kept on working, not worrying about whether he would ever have a real chance to lead the organization. He says he just kept doing my job. Now he has the chance to keep doing it well into the future. The Nets rewarded him with a multi-year contract extension. Vaughn says he looks forward to the challenges as they try to remain in playoff position bit of baseball news, Frankie Montas won't start throwing until at least late May following right shoulder surgery, a timetable that could allow him to pitch for the New York Yankees in the season's second half. Yankees manager Aaron Boone said Wednesday the labrum of the 29-year-old right-hander was cleaned up during the procedure a day earlier and Montas's rotator cuff did not need to be repaired. Montas was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. And a bit of Mets news. Carlos Beltran refused to discuss his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal, preferring to concentrate on his new role with the New York Mets. Beltran was hired by the Mets in November 2019 to replace Mickey Callaway as manager, but the team announced Beltran's departure the following January without him managing a single game. Beltran's departure was announced three days after he was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded that Houston broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. 7.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now.
10: From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones extended Tuesday's losses yesterday, giving up 84 points to close just above 33,000. The S&P 500 slipped 0.16%. The Nasdaq Composite gained about the same percentage. Shares of NVIDIA rose more than 8% overnight after the chipmaker beat Wall Street expectations for quarterly revenue and net income. Both columns, though, were still down year over year. Newly released minutes from the Federal Reserve's last meeting show that nearly all members support slowing down the pace of interest rate hikes. They also agree, though, that rates must go higher until inflation is back on a path down to 2%. The Fed's next meeting is March 21st. Elbow Room is about to be a luxury at Google. The company is asking employees at its largest Google Cloud locations to begin sharing desks and alternating days with their desk mates. The company calls it real estate efficiency. Jim Ryan, ABC News. News Radio
13: 1290 WMBF. 726
1: on WMBF. Now time for ABC's
19: Focus on the White House. Focus on the White House. Wrapping up his trip to Ukraine and Poland, President Biden addressed Russia's announcement it was suspending participation in the last remaining nuclear arms control treaty with the U.S.
11: I think it's a mistake and uh, I'm confident we'll be able to work it out.
19: In an exclusive interview with ABC News, Mr. Biden cautioned against fears that it's a threat to use nukes.
11: The idea that somehow this means they're Thinking of using nuclear weapons, international continental ballistic missiles, there's no evidence of that.
19: Trying to drive up home ownership in the U.S., Vice President Harris announced the administration is slashing mortgage interest rates for all new prospective FHA borrowers by 40%.
8: What this means is on average homeowners will pay At least $800 a year less on their mortgage. And that's $800 more in your pocket.
19: Inflation and high interest rates are making purchasing a home out of reach for many would-be first-time buyers. Richard Cantu, ABC News.
8: News Radio 1290,
1: WMBF. 729 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning, including two-hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville-Mount Upton Schools, and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you can't get on the website for whatever reason, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. That is no problem for me. I'd be glad to help. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Arorat Township and Jackson Township. 1020 in Liberty Township, 858 in Apolicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like crack sealing and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 31. Today's shower is likely mainly before 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely mainly before noon, areas of blowing snow between 9 a.m. and noon. Mostly cloudy with the temperatures falling to around 24 degrees by 5 p.m., blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, 30% chance of snow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. 731, you're listening to WMBF. 7.32 on WMBF, now time for an ABC Entertainment update.
7: NBC entertainment news. Eugene Levy doesn't like to travel at all. I'm more the great indoors type of guy. So his new show on Apple TV Plus has him traveling all over the world, having once-in-a-lifetime experiences like going on safari in South Africa, something he never wanted to do. I mean, it's a long trip to see animals that you've already seen. But he tells me that experience surprised him. He developed an affinity. For the country, for the landscape, and and kind of, you know, the, the, the wildness that was in it. As doing this show made you a more willing traveler. No, it hasn't made me a. It hasn't really done that at at all. The Reluctant Traveler debuts on Apple TV Plus Friday. Madonna's ray of light has been shining for 25 years. Wednesday was the 25th anniversary of the release of the critically acclaimed project, which won four Grammys. And happy birthday to the modern-day Mary Poppins. Actress Emily Blunt is 40 today.
0: One never discusses a woman's age, Michael.
7: Jason Athenson, ABC News,
11: Hollywood. You're once... News
0: Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Thursday,
1: February 23rd. You're listening to WNBF. New York State has awarded millions of dollars to Johnson City to encourage more economic development activity in the village's downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced the award as the Southern Tier winner in the ongoing downtown revitalization initiative. The village submitted its application for the funding five months ago. Vocal said Johnson City laid out a very clear vision of what you want to see for the future, with a plan designed to spur job growth and tourism. Mayor Martin Meany said, we are at a tipping point and this is going to launch us well past where we need to be. Meany recalled Johnson City's vibrant downtown that had existed when he was a child. He said, as manufacturing businesses left the village, our downtown lost its life with a slow and steady decline. The mayor said the revitalization of the downtown district started with the construction of Binghamton University's Pharmacy School building. That project marked the beginning of the Health Sciences campus along the Corliss Avenue corridor. Meany also cited the 156-unit apartment complex being developed in what had been the abandoned Endicott-Johnson Victory building. Johnson City officials now will develop a strategic investment plan to determine specific projects to be funded with money from the state grant. The money is to be used for projects targeted on nearly 200 acres in the downtown section of the village. The new after-school Satan Club being organized for students at a main Endwell school is expected to hold its first meeting in three weeks. June Everett of Colorado is the group's campaign director. She said the first after-school Satan Club was started near Portland, Oregon in 2016. In a WMBF radio interview, Everett said the club is an alternative option for public school children whose parents don't necessarily want to send them to Bible or evangelical religious clubs. Everett said there are seven after-school Satan clubs in the United States in comparison with over 5,000 programs sponsored by evangelical organizations. Everett acknowledged, some people aren't always happy with the name when they hear about plans to establish a new club, but she said, we believe this is part of our First Amendment rights and what makes the United States free. She said the First Amendment isn't going to defend itself. Everett said, the kids that are attending love it, the parents that are attending love it, so we're here to stay. She also said, we've received a couple of permission slips electronically for Homer Brink students, but she added, it's really hard to gauge how many kids we will have on the day of the first meeting which is scheduled for March 16th. Flyers distributed to Homer Brink students stated After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen has noted although the district has given permission for After School Satan Club to use school facilities, it is not endorsing the organization. An anonymous tip from the community led to multiple drug smuggling charges at the Broom County Sheriff's Correctional Facility this week. Investigators from the Corrections Investigation Unit of the Broom County Sheriff's Office received information from anonymous community members that an incarcerated individual, Devin True, age 36 of Endicott, was allegedly smuggling contraband into the correctional facility. As investigators began to initiate contraband protocol, True attempted to flush a package of contraband down the toilet of his cell. Officers and investigators recovered the container and further investigation revealed multiple packages containing various narcotics and contraband, including 167.5 Suboxone strips of three different dosage. Within those strips, 13 were found to have contained a green dot. Further testing revealed these dotted strips contained methamphetamine, two packages of marijuana and synthetic cannabis, one package of tobacco and 113 matches and six striker strips. As a result of the investigation, Devin True was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance, promoting prison contraband in the first degree, tampering with evidence, and promoting prison contraband in the second degree. This is the second time True has been arrested on contraband-related charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. On January 31st, 2018, True came into the facility, and during his initial search, he was found to be in possession of a contraband package. The package was opened to reveal heroin, Oxycontin, pills, synthetic cannabis, tobacco, and matches with the striker pads. He was arrested and subsequently sent to state prison for the charges related to this case. At the time of the most recent arrest, True was serving a Broome County court sentence related to a petty larceny charge. In Broome County Court, Jermaine Archer, age 46, of Binghamton, was sentenced to terms in New York State Prison after entering a plea of guilty to criminal contempt in the first degree and assault in the second degree. Archer entered a plea of guilty to the charges in March of 2021, but failed to appear in court for sentencing when directed. On the 21st of February 2020, Archer violated a court order of protection when he broke into a room at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson and assaulted the person who the order stated he was prohibited from contacting. The order was in place from a previous domestic incident with the same victim. Archer was located by the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division in October 2022. He was sentenced to three years plus five years post-release supervision on the assault charge and two to four years in New York State Prison for the criminal contempt. The sentences will run consecutively. New York officials gave final approval Wednesday for a measure that will lower the hourly threshold for when farm workers qualify for overtime pay. Under the adopted measure, the overtime pay threshold will gradually be reduced to 40 hours by 2032. It's a move applauded by labor movement advocates who have long called for tighter labor protections for farm workers. Right now, farm workers qualify for overtime after working more than 60 hours per week. To help farm owners adjust to the new measures, the state is expanding tax credits for farmers to ensure the new standards are implemented smoothly. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton Today, showers likely mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, lions clubs international foundation has provided nearly two and a half million dollars in grant funding for covid 19 relief and that support continues to grow for more than 100 years in times of need lions always find a way to help those around them and after we emerge from this we will be stronger than ever visit lionsclubs.org to learn more
18: for 7.44
1: on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. Some things that are coming up in the Binghamton area. Things to look forward to while we battle through this winter weather. Even some hail this week, thunderstorms and snow in the same day. In Binghamton, it's been a weird weather month. But some things to look forward to. Binghamton On Tap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March 25th. It's moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at $60 for VIP and $43 for general admission. So you want to get those tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. It's a month out. You got one month to go, and you already know you're going to go to the event. It's going to be a great event. Everyone's going to be there. So why not just get your tickets today? Get them now. Don't put it off. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You will also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop and all for under $170. Finding ways to make the game of golf just a little bit more affordable. 745, you're listening to
18: WMBF. It's Jesse. Runners to your mark, set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player.
8: Good hit! Way to go, girl! Woo!
18: At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America. Helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. 7.48
1: on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning. Wayne Highland Schools will be closed today. We'll have two-hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville Mount Upton Schools, and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, or if you can't get on the website for whatever reason, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. I am happy to help you out with that. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Harford Township, 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township, 1020 in Liberty Township, and 858 in Apolicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 35 degrees, some fog and mist in the area. Windchill has it at 31. Today showers likely, mainly before 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 70% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 5 a.m. Then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour. A 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely, mainly before noon. Areas of blowing snow between 9 a.m. and noon. Mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 24 degrees by 5 p.m. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. 7.50, you're listening to WMBF.
5: My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broken too. Now, she has a brain injury. There
15: is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay
5: the price? Real products are tested for safety. Go for real.
15: Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office.
3: 7.52
1: on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News, tech trends, most major smartphones use compact USB, known as USB-C, for charging all except the iPhone. But that might be about to change. 9to5Mac's Chance Miller says there's a reason that Apple has
18: kept its proprietary lightning charging technology around for so long even as its competitors have moved over to USB-C. Basically the ability to lock down the iPhone sell its own chargers its own accessories that use lightning.
1: But recently 9to5Mac got its hands on a plastic mock-up that Apple made of the upcoming
18: iPhone 15 Pro. On the bottom of the iPhone just where the Lightning port is today. Uh, we can see a USB-C port. Miller says it follows new European Union regulation that stipulates all new electronic devices use USB-C for charging. So Apple is basically doing this to comply with that regulation. It basically has no choice. New iPhones are
1: expected in the fall. With tech trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Do you have... 7.55 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action. The Binghamton men's basketball team fell on the road to Vermont by a score of 81-70. Finn Sullivan scored 29 points for the Catamounts. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 23 points. And Dan Pat Cash, and Jacob Falco combined for 30 points. Now, don't let the double-digit victory fool you. This game was a lot closer than it looked by the final score. Binghamton gave a good effort against the team that's atop the America East right now and a team that they could see in the conference tournament that's coming up. The Binghamton women's team fell to Vermont as well at home. Denied Bowman led the Bearcats with 16 points, but a balanced attack from the 21-6 Catamounts was too much for the Bearcats to handle. The Vermont women also at the top of the America East Conference. The Binghamton women, I believe, at 6th now in that conference. Getting ready for the conference tournament. Always a chance to make it to the big dance. Some hockey action. Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period and Ilya Sorokin made 24 saves to lead the New York Islanders to a 2-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Sebastian Aho also scored for New York, which won for the third time in four games and extended its winning streak against Winnipeg to six games, dating to March 28, 2019. Connor Hellubuck made 20 saves, and Nikolaj Ehlers scored the lone goal for Winnipeg, which completed its four-game road trip at 1-3 with a loss. New York basketball back in action tonight. The Knicks will play the Washington, or excuse me, tomorrow night. The Knicks will play the Washington Wizards tomorrow night after the All-Star break at 7 o'clock. The Knicks 33 and 27, they're sixth in the Eastern Conference. The Wizards at ninth in the Eastern Conference at 28 and 30. And the Knicks right behind the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference. The Nets 34 and 24. They're back in action tomorrow at 8 o'clock, and they visit the Chicago Bulls. Should be an interesting lead up to the NBA playoffs between the Knicks and the Nets. The Nets losing Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to trades. The Knicks adding at the trade deadline, getting Josh Hart. This should be interesting to see how the rest of the season shakes out for those teams. Some Nets news, Jacques Vaughn was passed over the last time the Brooklyn Nets hired a coach. It appeared they had someone else in mind when the job came open again this season. Vaughn kept on working, not worrying about whether he would ever have a real chance to lead the organization. He says he just kept doing his job. Now he has the chance to keep doing it well into the future. The Nets rewarded him with a multi-year contract extension. Vaughn says he looks forward to the challenges ahead as they try to remain in playoff position. A bit of Yankees news. Frankie Montas won't start throwing until at least late May following right shoulder surgery, a timetable that could allow him to pitch for the New York Yankees in the season's second half. Yankees manager Aaron Boone said Wednesday the labrum of the 29-year-old right-hander was cleaned up during the procedure a day earlier, and Montas's rotator cuff did not need to be repaired. Montas was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 ERA and 8 starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. A tough loss for the Yankees. It's 759. You're listening to WMBF.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a Town Square Media station.
8: News Radio 12.
1: Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with me, James Kelly. We got one more hour to go before Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. That's your chance to call in, contribute to the program, ask about things going on in the Binghamton area.
0: ABC News. Up next. Where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good
1: morning on this Thursday, February 23rd. You're listening to WMBF. New York State has awarded millions of dollars to Johnson City to encourage more economic development activity in the village's downtown business district. Governor Kathy Hochul announced the award as the Southern Tier winner in the ongoing downtown revitalization initiative. The village submitted its application for the funding five months ago. Hochul said Johnson City laid out a very clear vision of what you want to see for the future with a plan designed to spur job growth and tourism. Mayor Martin Meany said we are at a tipping point and this is going to launch us well past where we need to be. Meany recalled Johnson City's vibrant downtown that had existed when he was a child. He said as manufacturing businesses left the village, our downtown lost its life with a slow and steady decline. The mayor said the revitalization of the downtown district started with the construction of Binghamton University's pharmacy school building. That project marked the beginning of the Health Sciences campus along the Corliss Avenue corridor. Meany also cited the 156-unit apartment complex being developed in what had been the abandoned Endicott-Johnson Victory Building. Johnson City officials now will develop a strategic investment plan to determine specific projects to be funded with money from the state grant. The money is to be used for projects targeted on nearly 200 acres in the downtown section of the village. The new after-school Satan Club being organized for students at a main Endwell school is expected to hold its first meeting in three weeks. June Everett of Colorado is the group's campaign director. She said the first after-school Satan club was started near Portland, Oregon in 2016. In a WMBF radio interview, Everett said the club is an alternative option for public school children whose parents don't necessarily want to send them to Bible or evangelical religious clubs. Everett said there are seven after-school Satan clubs in the United States in comparison with over 5,000 programs sponsored by evangelical organizations. Everett acknowledged some people aren't always happy with the name when they hear about plans to establish a new club, but she said we believe this is part of our First Amendment rights and what makes the United States free. She said the First Amendment isn't going to defend itself. Everett said the kids that are attending love it, the parents that are attending love it, so we're here to stay. She also said we've received a couple of permission slips electronically for Homer Brink students, but she added it's really hard to gauge how many kids we will have on the day of the first meeting which is scheduled for March 16th. Flyers distributed to Homer Brink students stated, After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen has noted, although the district has given permission for After School Satan Club to use school facilities, it is not endorsing the organization. An anonymous tip from the community led to multiple drug smuggling charges at the Broom County Sheriff's Correctional Facility this week. Investigators from the Corrections Investigation Unit of the Broom County Sheriff's Office received information from anonymous community members that an incarcerated individual, Devin True, age 36 of Endicott, was allegedly smuggling contraband into the correctional facility. As investigators began to initiate contraband protocol, True attempted to flush a package of contraband down the toilet of his cell. Officers and investigators recovered the container, and further investigation revealed multiple packages containing various narcotics and contraband, including 167.5 Suboxone strips of three different dosage. Within those strips, 13 were found to have contained a green dot. Further testing revealed these dotted strips contained methamphetamine, two packages of marijuana and synthetic cannabis, one package of tobacco and 113 matches and six striker strips. As a result of the investigation, Devin True was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance, promoting prison contraband in the first degree, tampering with evidence, and promoting prison contraband in the second degree. This is the second time True has been arrested on contraband-related charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. On January 31st, 2018, True came into the facility and during his initial search, he was found to be in possession of a contraband package. The package was opened to reveal heroin, Oxycontin, pills, synthetic cannabis, tobacco, and matches with the striker pads. He was arrested and subsequently sent to state prison for the charges related to this case. At the time of the most recent arrest, True was serving a Broome County court sentence related to a petty larceny charge. In Broome County Court, Jermaine Archer, age 46, of Binghamton, was sentenced to terms in New York State Prison after entering a plea of guilty to criminal contempt in the first degree and assault in the second degree. Archer entered a plea of guilty to the charges in March of 2021 but failed to appear in court for sentencing when directed. On the 21st of February 2020, Archer violated a court order of protection when he broke into a room at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson and assaulted the person who the order stated he was prohibited from contacting. The order was in place from a previous domestic incident with the same victim. Archer was located by the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division in October 2022. He was sentenced to three years plus five years post-release supervision on the assault charge and two to four years in New York State Prison for the criminal contempt. The sentences will run consecutively. New York officials gave final approval Wednesday for a measure that will lower the hourly threshold for when farm workers qualify for overtime pay. Under the adopted measure, the overtime pay threshold will gradually be reduced to 40 hours by 2032. It's a move applauded by labor movement advocates who have long called for tighter labor protections for farm workers. Right now, farm workers qualify for overtime after working more than 60 hours per week. To help farm owners adjust to the new measures, the state is expanding tax credits for farmers to ensure the new standards are implemented smoothly. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers likely mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely, mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
2: This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station.
5: Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved?
18: Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive?
5: Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home?
18: Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking?
5: If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone.
18: More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism.
5: Not everyone trapped by
18: alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering too. Alanon and Alatine can help. help. Call 1 866 200 0223 or visit slash help. News Radio 1290 WMBF.
8: 813
1: on WMBF. You're listening to the final hour of First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning. Wayne Highland Schools will be closed today and we'll have two hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville Mount Upton Schools and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com or if you can't get on the website for whatever reason, give me a call. I will be happy to let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. Some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County this week. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Arrow Route Township and Jackson Township. 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in apolicon Township. We'll all have lane restrictions for road work like side dozing and crack sealing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 34 degrees, some fog in the area. Today a chance of showers mainly before 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees. Wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour. a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely, mainly before noon. Areas of blowing snow between 9 a.m. and noon, mostly cloudy with temperatures falling to around 24 degrees by 5 p.m., Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour. a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. It's 8:15. You're listening to WMBF.
5: Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section. When dad injured his back. When your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www
4: label, a message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 8-9-9.
3: 818
1: on WMBF, time for a sports update. Some local sports action. The Binghamton men's basketball team fell on the road to Vermont by a score of 81 to 70. Finn Sullivan scored 29 points for the Catamounts. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 23 points, and Dan Pedcash and Jacob Falco combined for 30. The Binghamton women's team fell to Vermont as well at home. Denied Bowman led the Bearcats with 16 points, but a balanced attack from the now 21-6 Catamounts was too much for the Bearcats to handle. They only got a couple games left in the regular season for both the Binghamton and men's and women's teams before the conference tournaments get underway right now Binghamton looks like they could be in a position to have at least one home game in the postseason the Binghamton women's team is looking like they're going to be playing on the road for the duration of the tournament but both I think with a pretty solid chance of making it to the big tournament maybe the men with a slightly better chance in the women's division of the America East the Vermont team a lot better a lot further ahead than the men's team is in the America East some hockey action, Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period, and Ilya Sorokin made 24 saves to lead the New York Islanders to a 2-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Sebastian Aho also scored for New York, which won for the third time in four games, and extended its winning streak against Winnipeg to six games, dating to March 28, 2019. Connor Heliobuck made 20 saves, and Nikolaj Ehlers scored the lone goal for Winnipeg, which completed its four-game road trip at 1-3 with the loss. New York basketball back in action this weekend. The Knicks tomorrow at 7 o'clock when they visit the Washington Wizards. The Knicks so far this year, 33-27, they're 6th in the Eastern Conference. Right behind the Nets, who also come back tomorrow night at 8 o'clock against the Chicago Bulls. The Nets on the road, they're 34-24, they're 5th in the Eastern Conference. So the Knicks with a pretty good shot to upend the Nets, take over their spot in the Eastern Conference. Over the last few weeks of the season. Now the Nets have traded away Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Obviously played a big role in getting the Nets to 5th in the Eastern Conference at 34-24. and But the Knicks improving at the trade deadline. The Nets getting worse. We do have some Nets news. Jacques Vaughn was passed over the last time the Brooklyn Nets hired a coach. It appeared they had someone else in mind when the job came open again this season. Vaughn kept on working. Not worrying about whether he would ever have a real chance to lead the organization. He says he just kept doing his job. Now he has the chance to keep doing it well into the future. The Nets rewarded him with a multi-year contract extension. Vaughn says he looks forward to the challenges ahead as they try to remain in playoff position. I believe the Nets 32-19 under Jacques Vaughn this year. A good record. But Yankees news, Frankie Montas won't start throwing until at least late May following right shoulder surgery. A timetable that could allow him to pitch for the New York Yankees in the season's second half. Yankees manager Aaron Boone said Wednesday the labrum of the 29-year-old right-hander was cleaned up during the procedure a day earlier, and Montas's rotator cuff did not need to be repaired. Montas was acquired from Oakland on August 1st and went 1-3 with a 6.35 VRA in eight starts with the Yankees. He didn't pitch after September 16th due to inflammation in his pitching shoulder. It's 8.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now.
10: From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The Dow Jones extended Tuesday's losses yesterday, giving up 84 points to close just above 33,000. The S&P 500 slipped 0.16%. The Nasdaq Composite gained about the same percentage. Shares of NVIDIA rose more than 8% overnight after the chipmaker beat Wall Street expectations for quarterly revenue and net income. Both columns, though, were still down year over year. Newly released minutes from the Federal Reserve's last meeting show that nearly all members support slowing down the pace of interest rate hikes. They also agree, though, that rates must go higher until inflation is back on a path down to 2 percent. The Fed's next meeting is March 21st. Elbow Room is about to be a luxury at Google. The company is asking employees at its largest Google Cloud locations to begin sharing desks and alternating days with their desk mates. The company calls it real estate efficiency. Jim Ryan, ABC News. News Radio
13: 1290 WNBF. 825
1: on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
4: A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
14: In just the last few years, the number of children accidentally ingesting cannabis edibles has skyrocketed. This is something I've heard about from my friends who work in emergency rooms across the country and are also seeing this new data from the National Poison Data System. The researchers said there was a particular spike during the pandemic years when children were home more often, but there are probably other factors at play as well. Cannabis is now legal in more states, but the packaging of these products I think has gotten out of control. These edibles often look just like regular candies that kids are used to. The CDC says a child's exposure to cannabis can have some serious consequences. And while small doses of edibles can be okay for adults, the same cannot necessarily be said for kids. It's important to keep all weed products out of the reach of children, and also to put them in childproof containers. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
12: Why give your family just ordinary eggs when they can
15: enjoy the best? Egglands Best, the only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition compared to ordinary eggs, with six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 38% more lutein. Because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Egglands Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. 8.28
1: on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning. Wayne Highland Schools will be closed today, and we'll have two-hour delays for Hancock School District, Gilbertsville Mount Upton Schools, and Susquehanna Community School District. To check on your school, head over to WMBF.com, and if you can't get on the website for whatever reason, give me a call. I'll let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. I would be happy to help in that regard some lane restrictions in susquehanna county this week state route 29 in franklin township 8005 in new milford township and Hartford township 1037 in great bend township 2046 in ararat township and jackson township 1020 in liberty township and 858 in apollicon township we'll all have lane restrictions for road work like brushing and crack sealing national weather service forecast for downtown binghamton right now about 34 degrees some fog in the area Today, chance of showers mainly before 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely mainly before noon. Areas of blowing snow between 9 a.m. and noon. Mostly cloudy with a temperature falling to around 24 degrees by 5 p.m. Blustery conditions with wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour. a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. Here we go. 8.32 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC
7: Entertainment update. entertainment news. Eugene Levy doesn't like to travel at all. I'm more the great indoors type of guy. So his new show on Apple TV Plus has him traveling all over the world, having once-in-a-lifetime experiences like going on safari in South Africa, something he never wanted to do. I mean, it's a long trip to see animals that you've already seen. But he tells me that experience surprised him. He developed an affinity. For the country, for the landscape, and and kind of, you know, the, the, the wildness that was in it. As doing this show made you a more willing traveler. No, no, it hasn't made me a. It hasn't really done that at at all. The Reluctant Traveler debuts on Apple TV Plus Friday. Madonna's ray of light has been shining for 25 years. Wednesday was the 25th anniversary of the release of the critically acclaimed project, which won four Grammys. And happy birthday to the modern-day Mary Poppins. Actress Emily Blunt is 40 today.
0: One never discusses a woman's age, Michael.
7: Jason Athenson, ABC News, Hollywood. Some
0: news breaks first news radio 1290 wnbf good morning on
1: this thursday february 23rd you're listening to wnbf new york state has awarded millions of dollars to johnson city to encourage more economic development activity in the village's downtown business district governor kathy Hochul announced the award as the southern tier winner in the ongoing downtown revitalization initiative the village submitted its application for the funding five months ago Vocal said Johnson City laid out a very clear vision of what you want to see for the future with a plan designed to spur job growth and tourism. Mayor Martin Meany said we are at a tipping point and this is going to launch us well past where we need to be. Meany recalled Johnson City's vibrant downtown that had existed when he was a child. He said as manufacturing businesses left the village, our downtown lost its life with a slow and steady decline. The mayor said the revitalization of the downtown district started with the construction of Binghamton University's Pharmacy School building. That project marked the beginning of the Health Sciences campus along the Corliss Avenue corridor. Meany also cited the 156-unit apartment complex being developed in what had been the abandoned Endicott-Johnson Victory building. Johnson City officials now will develop a strategic investment plan to determine specific projects to be funded with money from the state grant. The money is to be used for projects targeted on nearly 200 acres in the downtown section of the village. The new after-school Satan Club being organized for students at a main Endwell school is expected to hold its first meeting in three weeks. June Everett of Colorado is the group's campaign director. She said the first after-school Satan Club was started near Portland, Oregon in 2016. In a WMBF radio interview, Everett said the club is an alternative option for public school children whose parents don't necessarily want to send them to Bible or evangelical religious clubs. Everett said there are seven after-school Satan clubs in the United States in comparison with over 5,000 programs sponsored by evangelical organizations. Everett acknowledged some people aren't always happy with the name when they hear about plans to establish a new club. But she said, we believe this is part of our First Amendment rights and what makes the United States free. She said the First Amendment isn't going to defend itself. Everett said the kids that are attending love it, the parents that are attending love it, so we're here to stay. And she also said we've received a couple of permission slips electronically for Homer Brink students. But she added it's really hard to gauge how many kids we will have on the day of the first meeting which is scheduled for March 16th. Flyers distributed to Homer Brink students stated After School Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Maine Endwell Superintendent Jason Van Fossen has noted although the district has given permission for After School Satan Club to use school facilities, it is not endorsing the organization. An anonymous tip from the community led to multiple drug smuggling charges at the Broom County Sheriff's Correctional Facility this week. Investigators from the Corrections Investigation Unit of the Broom County Sheriff's Office received information from anonymous community members that an incarcerated individual, Devin True, age 36, of Endicott, was allegedly smuggling contraband into the correctional facility. As investigators began to initiate contraband protocol, True attempted to flush a package of contraband down the toilet of his cell. Officers and investigators recovered the container, and further investigation revealed multiple packages containing various narcotics and contraband, including 167.5 Suboxone strips of three different dosage. Within those strips, 13 were found to have contained a green dot. Further testing revealed these dotted strips contained methamphetamine, two packages of marijuana and synthetic cannabis, one package of tobacco, and 113 matches and six striker strips. As a result of the investigation, Devon True was arrested and charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance, promoting prison contraband in the first degree, tampering with evidence, and promoting prison contraband in the second degree. This is the second time True has been arrested on contraband-related charges at the Broome County Sheriff's Correctional Facility. On January 31st, 2018, True came into the facility and during his initial search, he was found to be in possession of a contraband package The package was opened to reveal heroin, Oxycontin, pills, synthetic cannabis, tobacco, and matches with the striker pads. He was arrested and subsequently sent to state prison for the charges related to this case. At the time of the most recent arrest, True was serving a Broome County court sentence related to a petty larceny charge. In Broome County court, Jermaine Archer, age 46, of Binghamton, was sentenced to terms in New York State Prison after entering a plea of guilty to criminal contempt in the first degree and assault in the second degree. Archer entered a plea of guilty to the charges in March of 2021, but failed to appear in court for sentencing when directed. On the 21st of February 2020, Archer violated a court order of protection when he broke into a room at the Econo Lodge in the town of Dickinson and assaulted the person who the order stated he was prohibited from contacting. The order was in place from a previous domestic incident with the same victim. Archer was located by the Broome County Sheriff's Office Warrant Division in October 2022. He was sentenced to three years plus five years post-release supervision on the assault charge and two to four years in New York State Prison for the criminal contempt. The sentences will run consecutively. New York officials gave final approval Wednesday for a measure that will lower the hourly threshold for when farm workers qualify for overtime pay. Under the adopted measure, the overtime pay threshold will gradually be reduced to 40 hours by 2032. It's a move applauded by labor movement advocates who have long called for tighter labor protections for farm workers. Right now, farm workers qualify for overtime after working more than 60 hours per week. To help farm owners adjust to the new measures, the state is expanding tax credits for farmers to ensure the new standards are implemented smoothly. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, showers likely, mainly before 9 a.m. Cloudy, with a high near 48 degrees, a 60% chance of rain. Tonight, rain showers likely before 4 a.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy, with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 28 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow, snow showers likely, mainly before 11 a.m., areas of blowing snow between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 31 degrees, wind gusts as high as 38 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 1 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, mostly cloudy with a low near 21. And Sunday, mostly cloudy, a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM.
20: Work. School. School grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TEL-NICB. That's one 800 tel Or visit our website at www.nicb.org. A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau.
1: 844 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. As we're getting ready to turn it over to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call and contribute to the program. I'm looking for weekend plans now. I was toying with the idea of taking a little trip back home for this weekend. I had a little cousin playing in some playoff basketball games. If he had won yesterday, they ended up not winning. So there's no point of me going home now. But if they had won yesterday, they would have played in the championship on Saturday. So I could have taken a nice little trip home. Got to see him play one last time. He's a senior in high school now. So that's it. No more basketball. The end of an era in the Kelly family. Everybody likes to go to those games. But now I'm looking for weekend plans. I'm thinking, right now, my best idea is that I'll maybe go to the movies and see the one about the bear who gets into a certain powdery substance in the woods linked to cartel activities. That's a story that I've heard about that story for a long time. (laughs) But I didn't know they were making a movie out of it until they actually released the trailer. So I'm thinking maybe I'll do that this weekend. It's 8.45. You're listening to WMBF. News Radio
8: 1290,
1: WMBF. 848 on WMBF. We have Preston from Broome, Tioga Workforce. How's it going, Preston? It's going well. How are you, James? Pretty good so far today. Getting
21: ready for the weekend. All right. So, what do you got for us? Sure. First, we have Empire Plastics is looking for a skilled machinist. Skilled machinist for milling and lathe operations, a GED, and two years experience is required. Next, we have Good Shepherd Fairview Home, CNA trainee slash resident assistant. The resident assistant maintains the unit's cleanliness and assists nursing staff in meeting residents with the explicit intent that These positions do not provide hands-on direct care to the residents. A GED is required. And finally, Tioga Hardwoods is looking for an office assistant. This person will be doing data entry for inventory and invoicing, answering phones, and general office duties. GED is required. For more information, please contact 778-6405 or go to broomtagoworks.com. Now, we are on Facebook, so any of you that have a Facebook account, if you go on, go to your search bar, type in broom-tioga. Our icon will come up. If you click on and like us, anything we post, to be sent directly to you. This could be resume tips, interviewing techniques, networking strategies, job postings, and recruitments. We do have a number of recruitments. First, Broom Tiger Workforce Skilled Trades Info slash Job Fair will be held at the Broom Tiger Workforce 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City on Thursday, February 23rd from 1 to 3 p.m. There's high pay, great benefits, and you learn as you earn. For more information, please call 778-6467. Willow Run Foods will be here at our center, 501 Reynolds Road in Johnson City on Thursday, March 2nd from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. They're recruiting for CDLA driver trainee, cab detailer, warehouse maintenance, second shift and more. For off-site recruitments, the Twin Tiers Regional Job Fair will be held on March 1st from 9.15 a.m. to 1.15 p.m. at the Waverly High School 15 Frederick Street in Waverly, New York. There are vendors attending this job fair. Raymond Corporation is conducting open interviews on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at our 22 South Canal Street location in Green. And UHS is looking for nursing assistants. Anyone that is interested, please contact Crystal Travis at 763-5045 or email crystal at crystal.travis at nyuhs.org. So if any of you have any interest in any of those positions please come out and see what they have to offer
1: Preston as always thank you hope you enjoy the rest of your day you as well take care that was Preston from Broom Tioga Workforce it's 851 you're listening to WMBF
4: now that you're
3: 853
1: on WMBF time for a check on traffic and weather. We have some school delays and closures this morning. So to check on your school, head over to WMBF.com. Or if you can't get on the website for any reason, give us a call. We will let you know if your school is delayed or closed today. We have some lane restrictions in Susquehanna County. State Route 29 in Franklin Township, 8005 in New Milford Township and Hartford Township. 1037 in Great Bend Township, 2046 in Ararat Township and Jackson Township. 1020 in Liberty Township and 858 in Apolicon Township. will all have lane restrictions for road work like ditch cleaning and brushing. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 34 degrees, some fog in the area. Today, a chance of showers mainly before 10 a.m. Cloudy with a high near 48 degrees, a 50% chance of rain. Tonight rain showers likely before 5 a.m., then a slight chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 27 degrees, wind gusts as high as 29 miles per hour, a 60% chance of rain. Tomorrow snow showers likely mainly before noon, areas of blowing snow between 9 a.m. and noon. Mostly cloudy with the temperatures falling to around 24 degrees by 5 p.m. Blustery conditions, wind gusts as high as 36 miles per hour, a 60% chance of snow. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy with a low near 15. Saturday, chance of snow showers mainly after 2 p.m. Cloudy with a high near 31 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. Saturday night, chance of snow showers before 8 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 21 degrees, a 30% chance of snow. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 44. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 23 degrees. It's 855. You're listening to WMBF.
11: Finding Vents. 8.57
1: on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Some local sports action. The Binghamton men's basketball team fell on the road to Vermont by a score of 81-70. Finn Sullivan scored 29 points for the Catamounts. Miles Gibson led the Bearcats with 23 points, and Dan Petcash and Jacob Falco combined for 30. The Binghamton women's team fell to Vermont as well at home. Tonight, Bowman led the Bearcats with 16 points, but a balanced attack from the now 21-6 Catamounts was too much for the Bearcats to handle. Some hockey action, Simon Holmstrom scored the go-ahead goal in the third period. And Ilya Sorokin made 24 saves to lead the New York Islanders to a 2-1 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. Some basketball action this weekend, Knicks and Nets back from the All-Star break. The Knicks back in action tomorrow at 7 o'clock when they visit the Washington Wizards. The Knicks are 33-27, 6th in the Eastern Conference. Right behind the Nets, who are 5th in the Eastern Conference at 34-24. and 24. They face off with the Chicago Bulls in Chicago tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. So it should be an interesting end of the season for the Knicks and the Nets, standings-wise. Only a couple games separating the teams in the Eastern Conference. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF.
12: This is News Radio
2: 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio
8: 1290, WNBF.
1: Closing out the final hour of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now. Coming up next, our live and local talk show is your chance to call in and contribute to the program. ABC News, coming up first.